The Monsters Playbook is an adventure podcast for grown-ups. It contains violence and profanity and deals with adult themes that may be uncomfortable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to The Monsters Playbook, a real play monster of the week podcast that's sort of like we're putting on a play, except we're all making up our lines as we go along and our co-author is a pair of dice. On this episode of the cover story, Theo Nessos is finally going to step out of her family's shadow and into her big brother's Chicago apartment. She's eager to learn from him how to live a normal life, but back in Minneapolis, the rest of the team has reason to believe that something very abnormal is waiting for her there. I'm John, and I play Mark Clayton. I'm Lauren, and I play Kira and Anna Ashwood. I'm Maya, and I play Casey Davis and Theo Nessos. I'm Johnny, and I play literally everybody else, so here we go. So, so Mark, you leveled up and you wanted to take a haven. Yep. That's how the story goes. I'm looking at the expert right now. Well, let me make sure because I think you get you get a different number of You get choices. two options. Okay, thank you. So I feel like protection spells make sense because of all of the stuff Theo's been doing and like some other stuff I might have picked up on that. Protection spells, your haven is safe from monsters. They cannot enter. Monsters might be able to do something special to evade the wards, but not easily. Okay. I think Oblied is the only other one that makes sense. I, I feel like with Mark's character, he's Oblied is something I, I feel like I would have stumbled upon or something like that. This room is isolated from every kind of monster, especially with this new, um, well, starting with this henna tattoo that I got or something. Uh, I was going to say, like, could the Oblied be a, a like something that was created out of starting from that henna tattoo? And we like, like, I learned how to do that. I didn't know I could block myself from there. Because that's what the tattoo is supposed to do is kind of shield you from being watched. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it, it would be a, it would be based off of that and it, it's expanded. So I, I would have done some more research maybe with you or... What I would throw out is that like you figured out the stuff about the runes and the whatever the thing with the henna tattoo kind of was. And you basically took, you have like a, a bathroom in your basement that you just carved those runes into all the the walls so anything in there can't be found can't do any magic can't get out fuck modern architecture <laughs> yeah you like carve dick butt into all the <laughs> <laughs> you carve whatever these runes are the into most all the... powerful rune of all the dick the butt dick. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah if if you were to go in there it would function like a a no room from all the dune books that i never read where like you just are outside anything trying to look in or scry on you you just don't exist and then if you had something that you needed to like keep there if you could get it into that room any extra dimensional power that it would have would be completely negated null and void hmm pretty powerful okay sounds like a done deal so both casey and theo have leveled up well okay casey took the move jack of all trades and theo has a new roach but i don't know what it would be do i need to figure that out now 
I mean, no. The way it has them as written is whenever you use magic, you can decide afterwards that a particular spell is a rote that you know. So if you want to take another rote, we can like do this. And then if you cast a spell in the moment, you can have that be a rote you know. Okay. And then we can go from there and figure out what happens if you succeed, mix, succeed, or fail. Thanks. So I don't know where you're starting this, but I do have in big letters at the bottom of my previous page, talk to Nick. You promised me at the end of the last game I could talk to Nick. You can talk to Nick. Preferably it would be like still that same day. I think that makes sense because the place I was otherwise going to start it would be with Theo arriving in Chicago. So Theo's in the air in case he goes to talk to Nick. Okay. Um, yeah, I am just going to like go over to Nick. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, it's, um, it's in the job description. I, I know I don't, I can't ask much more of you. I mean, but can I, can I ask you a favor? Roll manipulate someone. Seven. A favor. There's free beer in it, if it helps. It's nothing much, but I'm a little shaken up after what just happened. And do you mind, like, staying over? Just, like, watching my back? It's, this time is different. Like, he didn't just take us. He took my whole house. Uh, you're with the Jones girl, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not asking you to, like stay in the bed with me just like you can no i uh, totally i just know that if shit hits the fan like you'll be at my back i don't want to call jesse and like freak him out more i get it if you say no i get it i mean your mom's still in town but i had to ask you mentioned free beer yeah and some stronger stuff if you want it show me yeah, your your bar is sick as hell. He will drink a lot, but he will stay. Okay, I am wondering, like, I don't know if Casey would necessarily, I mean, she might ask Nick, but I think, like, part of the evening, something that she might do is, like, go down to her basement and try and research ways to, like, improve and make, like, the wards that are around her house stronger. I, Because, like, I'm imagining, like, this really shook Casey. Like, Aside from the whole fight with Tiff, I mean, her whole house was taken. So I think she's kind of treading in deep water and just trying to find a way to make things stronger. Roll investigate a mystery. Um, I got an 11. Okay. You can ask two questions. What can I do to prevent someone or something from taking my house again? So the runes that did that weren't on your house. They were on the space that your house occupies there. So you could go there and secure that space in the same way that you have the space around your actual human house. Is there some sort of spell that I could have on my house that if someone from there tries to take it again, there's like a blowback? Yeah, a blowback. Like kind of like kind of like if there's a uh mine there like they can still take it but like kind of like an electric fence there is but you for sure won't be able to do it yourself there might be some people in like some of the more security divisions at ears 
Otherwise, maybe someone in Sorora Salentium would be able to help. Also, in the absolute aftermath of this, Kira and Mark, what are you doing? Basically, imagining that the situation has only just ended. As far as the immediate things that Kira and Anna are doing, I think Kira is still talking with Tiff, and I think she goes and helps Tiff with the items that we covered in the Kira and Tiff solo session. Is the body still there? From of Traxxas. The Traxxas? Yeah, t- Casey was going to take a trophy. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was going to probably bring it down to the basement. Yeah. Okay, I'm probably helping move that downstairs. Okay. So I think Anna is still reeling a little bit from what Theo had told her about how her connection to here isn't permanent. Um, but she doesn't want to think about that. So um, I think she's looking for any sort of distraction that she can find. I do think, like, <laughs> I think Anna would maybe go over to Gia if, like, Casey is busy. And Anna would be like, hey, so it uh, looks like you're doing okay. Everything's okay on top side. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah cool yeah i know we don't really know each other very much so like do you maybe have um could i get somebody's number from you uh diego's maybe uh, diego the weird one wants to flirt with you <laughs> oh well that's just a more direct way okay because i assume he was still upstairs in the house so she like didn't even see him she's like oh okay no yeah then she sort of shouted up to him and i think he'll like open the window and be like what uh just one second i'll be up in a second <laughs> she wants to Shut- flirt with you <laughs> i think she covers g as well roll act under pressure uh that's a 14 holy <laughs> so she just does like a <laughs> <laughs> It's no, it's cool. I I'll just go talk to him. Sorry, thanks, thanks for being a real gal pal. Okay, um, so you go upstairs. Yeah, I'll go upstairs and find Diego. Okay. Hey, Toro. <laughs> you know, only my friends call me Toro. Okay. Well, I can be pretty friendly. You know, I was gonna ask Gia, but I guess she thought that the direct approach was a little bit better. So, um, I was gonna ask for your number, but um. But what? Oh, um, nothing. Never mind. Um, so how about it? Can I have your number? Roll manipulate someone. <laughs> Please miss. Uh, 11. I want him to like walk over to you and pull a sh- like a fine tip Sharpie mm-hmm. out of his coat and then like take your hand and write his number on your hand. You know, I do You can just like put it in the cell phone, but this works too. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a move. I think Anna kind of blushes a little bit. Well, it's working. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll text you sometime. Or call. I don't know. Are you weird about, like, if people call you? I am not weird about anything. <laughs> Good. I guess you'll be hearing from me then. Look forward to seeing more of those moves. I look forward to hearing your voice. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what else that she would say, but I think she'd kind of, like, <laughs> smile and walk back towards the door and... I think maybe like awkwardly salute and be like, see you later. And then she closes the door and just like, did I just salute? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> don't know what else she's going to say um, other than just. I think upstairs Diego's like, that was cool. <laughs> and then I think Anna is going to, she wants to go check in at her job, but she doesn't really have a ride. She doesn't have a car. That's true. 
and turns back around. Hey, Diego. (laughs) (laughs) You have a car? Well, not here. I have the team car. Mm, Okay. Shoot. I was hoping you could give me a ride somewhere. I don't really have a car either. It kind of sucks. Don't worry about it. It's cool. I'll, um, I don't know. I'll ask somebody else. Maybe, Maybe Mark can give me a ride. I don't know. Maybe some other time. Sure. Diego, like, awkwardly salutes back at you. (laughs) You blew it, Vega. (laughs) (laughs) Next time, bring the car. Okay, she will go downstairs, and I think she will try to find out, see if anybody is willing to give her a ride to her job. One question. Is Mark struggling to move this severed body down the stairs? I think Casey's moving it with you. Yeah, I don't think so. I think between the two of you, it's... Totally doable. I mean, it's heavy, but you're both quite strong. Mark is strong. Don't you have unho- unholy strength? I mean, yeah, I do. I guess I guess yeah. Mark has gotten more buff over time. <laughs> I think everybody's gone. Everybody's do. Uh, you're helping Casey. Casey's dealing with her home. I think Kira's like dealing with the whole tip situation. Nick is probably sticking around. I don't think she has a ride. <sighs> she feels like a child. <laughs> I think she's going to call Ramsey slash Lincoln. Okay. You call and uh, a male voice picks up clockwork child. Hey, uh, Lincoln. Oh, Anna. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, I'm working there now. (laughs) I know. I hired you. Oh, that's right. You guys are kind of like the same person, aren't you? Oh, I always forget how hard it is for you to understand. No, that's, I, it makes sense. I, in the in the way that I still have no idea what's going on, but it makes sense. So I'm supposed to come over to deliver some pizza, and um, I just realized I don't actually have a ride to get back. Is there like a way to create a door or something so that I could just like show up there? Roll manipulate someone. Uh, Eleven. A door seems extreme, even for pizza, but I can send you a ride. That would be great. I uh, kind of want to be not here right now so that would be great uh-huh. and i'll give the address where to pick me up okay mark any thoughts or feelings i think i look at casey and go so you uh you almost ready for a trip to chicago she she just left though mark i mean right 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 i'm just i'm just wondering you know i mean that's really cute like you're you miss her already, but maybe give her a little time to you know like well I mean settle in settle. I mean on. I do miss her. I'm just like it, it. It would be nice to go on a trip, you know, like get 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 out of town and you know see some see see some see some different sights. Yeah, you've uh, been through a lot here, and it would be nice to, to clear clear the mind a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I see where you're getting at. Like, what are, what are you thinking? I don't know. If we went, we sh- I mean. Do you think Kara would want to come? Yeah, I think she'd be mad at us if she didn't come along to see Theo. That's fair. Do you need help with anything around here um, outside of the body we just moved downstairs? Like, uh... Also, what are you doing with that body? <laughs> I don't know yet exactly. Something gruesome? Um, probably. I was kind of thinking of something else that I probably would need like Nick's help in doing. Um, but I think for like the time being... I'd want to put it in the like ring that I have in the floor and like have that be on because I just don't just in case don't want anything coming to take it or whatever. Okay. I mean, you asked Casey like 
about going to Chicago and like if I'm okay here. No, I'm to say okay is a little bit of a bluff. Um thank you for, you know, having my back in there. Of course. We've been through a lot and that really means a lot to me, Mark. So does this mean you're not mad at me for showing up the other day? You mean for not showing up? It's fine. Honestly, I wasn't mad. I was just giving okay. you a hard time. It was only a couple of boxes. It's fine. Yeah. Nick's going to stay the night just in case. I think I'm going to do a little bit of research to see if I can make my place um, safer magically. I know we're still figuring you out and you're kind of a puzzle. I mean, come a long way since since recess um, on the play playground. This might be a weird question, but like, where exactly did you get your magic? Like, you're from there? Like, you get it from there? I mean, magic has always just, I guess, been with me. You know, when I was a lot younger, I, I started seeing and being able to talk to spirits and things like that. And I don't know, I just developed these these abilities over time and it's it started amplifying as, as I've gotten older. And now that I've discovered that I'm not completely attached to this place, like, I guess, yeah, I've, I've, I guess, I mean, honestly, I've probably had it longer than I, 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 I think. Speaking of where I come from, after the run-in with the quote-unquote part of my family and over in there, I don't know what to do about that, but it's bothering me. You mean that guy? Yeah. What's bothering you about it? It really is family. I mean, regardless of what he was doing there, I mean, it seems like he's worried. And like, even though I, I have no idea like who he is or like if he is part of the family, I can't just let him die. I mean, I might be overstepping, but your actual family is worried about you too. You know that, right? Yeah, I know that. I mean, we'll support whatever you want to do, but... I mean... I'm not going to go rogue. I'm not just going <laughs> to take off the sweater and... and You're not going to pull up Mark. I'm not, <laughs> not going to like be a wild card or anything. <laughs> it's totally out of character. You know, you, hold on. You, you, you know I'm not just going to like run away, right? Honestly, I don't know what you're going to do, Mark. You kind of tend to surprise me. And not always in the best way. I mean, that's fair. I've done some things. Whatever the the purpose that I'm... I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm just in a rough place right now. I'll do everything I can to stay grounded here and potentially save whatever family is over there so that I can understand more about who who I am and where I come from. So right now I'm I'm lost. Well, your family here will be by your side. So let us know when you want to do that and if you need help, then we'll come. But for the meantime, if you don't have any uh, anywhere to be, I think you kind of owe me a drink for not helping me with uh, moving. And I think Casey's gonna like usher him upstairs and like make some drinks for Mark and Nick and like herself. How long has it been since I've been home to feed Lowry? A couple hours. Yeah, cause you had the day like we woke up that like morning and had agreed to meet like in the afternoon and you had okay. been home prior to that so i have a 
fat owl by the time I'm done feeding. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes has it been since he's since he hasn't fed his bird? Zero. He feeds it every episode. <laughs> <laughs> every other hour of the episode. Casey's just inviting you for like a drink. Like you don't have to stay, just like have no, a minute. No, no, that's that's fine. Hang out. So I go and drink with Casey and Nick. I think Casey's gonna like text Tessa. And uh, she's just going to say, how was your day? I miss you. So um, what do you recommend? Who, me? I recommend getting drunk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what do you got for drinks? Casey makes you a drink. This is not that kind of serve yourself. She's a host. She will make you a drink. Okay. What? What is this? I, I like poke it a little bit. Well, you drink it. With sips, don't down it. It's not a shot. Shot? But it's my favorite drink. It's Manhattan. I like pick it up. I'm still contemplating shot. What's a shot? This isn't a gun. I take a sip of it. Um, do I do I hold my composure? Do you want to roll act under pressure? Mark, I have a very important question for you. <laughs> okay, okay. I had to math it out. Uh, I, get, I did get a seven. Okay. I think I come out of it. I'm like, smooth. Honestly, I think that you are like... You really want to just drink all of the rest of this drink oh, right no. now. <laughs> it's okay. really good. It's better. It's the best Manhattan you've ever had in your whole life, and you want all of it. So, so I think Mark starts drinking, and he kind of stops to contemplate the taste, and then just continues drinking in front of Casey. <laughs> continues. Whoa, drinking. whoa, 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 whoa! I think Nick is gonna like. Press down on your hand and be like, it's not a soda, kid. It's still a little early to get hammered. Debatable, but you got to ride it like a roller coaster, kiddo. It's quite good because I think all I've had up to this point is beer and I just didn't like fully like it. (laughs) Oh my God. Is this the first time Mark Clayton has ever had a cocktail? This is, this is great. What, what, what's in here? I mean, it's the good stuff. Um, so you should sip it. You shouldn't like just down it. Oh, okay. That's why it's a lowball kid. But I mean, there's whiskey in it. Really? There's whiskey? Damn good whiskey. Some vermouth, some bitters. Can I have another one? As I finish off the rest of it. Oops. Relax under pressure again, Mark. 11. Cut. I can give you another one in like half an hour. Cause that's probably going to hit you pretty soon. Okay. Casey, you get a text. It says, boring. How are you? I'll respond with like, I'm okay. Long day. So we want to go to Chicago, Mark? Yeah, I mean. You miss her that bad? Yeah, I miss I miss Theo. But like, again, like, I just like to go to Chicago. And, um, you know, I just think it, it would be a nice, a nice place to go and, you know, see the, the bean as Mark replies uh remembering what he was told about and he kind of shakes his head when he says it he's like the bean i don't know what that even means why do i get the sense that you're lying mark i'm what what would i be lying about i like chicago have you been to chicago before i mean i will like chicago (laughs) (laughs) i mean no i i haven't been to chicago but i've but you like chicago i've i've heard good things and um I think we should, I was told that visit. Yeah, like, I'm sure Theo wants you to visit after, like, some time. Mark, roll manipulate someone. (laughs) And please, miss. (laughs) 
That's a strong four. God damn. Casey, you are 100% sure that there's something else going on here. Casey's going to like fold her arms. I think maybe look at Nick and then back at Mark. Mark, what's up? Hmm? Uh, I I mean, I think I just I, I I would just like to go to Chicago. I get it that you like this girl, but like she literally just left. Like she just left. She's going to get on a train. It's going to. There are trains in Chicago. Yeah. It's usually how they get around. I doubt that she's bringing her moped. It's going to explode. Look, look, look. Sorry. I had a vision. I, I don't know if it's true. It's been it's been a long period of time since this I started having this vision. And I've I've, I've told a couple people about it, but like the other day I just got clarity on it before Theo took off and shows her getting on a train in Chicago and it exploding. Okay. Was that so hard? As the saying goes, the truth will set you free. I mean, I, I just I just know how things go. I didn't want to like panic anybody. Like, I think Nick is just gonna look at his at his drink and be like, "She's rich. Just tell her to take taxis and down the rest of his Manhattan." I think it's more complicated than than that. There's there's a woman seems to be like following her around. So I think wherever she goes, that that trouble is gonna follow. Okay. What kind of woman? Oh, um trying to visualize it again i think it's she's like she she's she's burly she's got a um, kind of a milky white eye she's well dressed she's wearing a blazer i think and she's in a car yeah people drive cars yeah that's that's what i've been seeing and know anything have you heard of that am i going crazy you have visions mark can i have another drink mark would you on behalf of nick roll say investigate a mystery I'll make another, make Mark another drink, but I'm cutting you off. Well, burly, dead eye, white hair, fancy car. Yeah, she looked like she'd been through a lot and had a, she's on a mission. I don't know. Yeah, she's always on a mission. You know her? What, what do you mean? Who is it? They call her the dagger. Who's they? Everybody. Major player in the Chicago underworld. And I do mean underworld. You think that they've, Got something against Theo's family and she's a target? It's never that simple with her. Theo hasn't even gotten there yet. Did you mention this to Theo, Mark? Or like to Jacob? No, I didn't. I didn't think of anything of it at the time because I didn't get clarity until she left. There was nothing scary until after she left. So Nick will tell you her name is Dagny Willis, but nobody calls her that. They all call her Dagger. And she's like kind of combination mafia boss and like archmage in the Chicago supernatural underworld. I mean, is this like anything we faced before? Like we faced a lot of weird shit, Mark Layton. I know we have. I mean, we need to pull Anna and Kira in on this, of course. Well, of course. Can I make a suggestion unless you have one? You could make a suggestion. Cause like my intention was not for Mark to stay along, stay around long. And I don't know. I get a vibe that something's up with Nick. I think like Casey might be like, let's get everyone together in like a day or two, Mark, and talk about your vision. Good idea. Can I have another one? Speaking of, I was going to say, I think Kira would probably, before she heads out with Tiff for the evening, presumably, would probably come up and say 
talk to you guys before she heads out. And then I think Anna was kind of waiting for a ride from um, from Lincoln. Has that ride come yet? Yes. So here's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to do... I want to resolve this Anna scene and then I want to cut to a day or two later when you guys are going to be heading to Chicago. So yeah, I think like Anna would Anna would text Casey, like I don't think she would say goodbye. I think she would just text Casey and say I'm I'm going to check in on on work, but let me know if you need anything. Casey's just going to respond with like thanks again. And then Kira would come in and <laughs> I think would basically just say to you guys like I'm gonna I'm gonna help um, Tiff wrap up this situation she's got going on with the author. I'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, I'll check back in. Yeah, I think if anything, like Gazy, just be like, Mark had a vision, and we need to discuss it like tomorrow or something. Yeah, because Kira heard that Theo was in trouble, she'd be like, "I'm there." <laughs> so Anna, I think what 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 pulls up to Casey's house is like a clockwork horse. Ooh. What? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like composed entirely out of black metal and like all these weird interlocking parts and it's kind of a kind of a steampunk horse. I think Anna just looks at the ride and she's like, I have the coolest boss. <laughs> and the, the horse looks at you and goes. <sighs> so it's just a horse. There's no like carriage or anything. It's just a get on the fucking horse. Yep. It's a horse with a saddle. Fuck like a, yeah. a nice, comfortable leather saddle on top of this metal clockwork horse. I've never... I, I think Anna's like, well... Time to learn how to ride a horse. Yeah, a horseback riding. Add that to the list of things I've never done before. <laughs> does, does Mark see this as, as she's riding away on this thing? Um, Maybe, out the window. She was kind of trying to leave without anybody noticing. This is not going to be subtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She didn't want to say goodbye to anyone is what, is what I'm trying to get at. I think Mark looks out the window and goes... What in the hell? It's the first time Mark says hell ever. <laughs> and you see Anna getting on this metal horse and driving off. Anna roll uh, act under pressure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five. Oh, no. You don't make it a couple of blocks before you fully fall your ass off this horse. <sighs> okay. I think the, the horse, like circles back around and then like opens its mouth and Lincoln's voice says, supposed to hang on, Ashwood. Yeah, I think she's like laying in a snowbank probably. And it's just like, yeah, that would have been that would have been helpful if I would have done that. Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. Thanks. <laughs> She'll get back on if she can. Do you also have the pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have. I don't know where she would have fucking put the pizza. Oh, that's great. It's um. It's a little smushed. It's a little smushed <laughs> and a little soaking wet. Okay. Okay. So you're right the rest of the way. You pull up to the clockwork child, dripping wet and freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you come dinging in through the front door. Ashwood, you got my order. Yeah. Um. Yep. I I got it. It it's here. It's a little soggy. Um, but it, but it's here, just like you asked. Just um. Just not like I asked. Well, you asked me to bring you a pizza with kimchi. There's a pizza with kimchi. It might not be a good pizza with kimchi, but it is inarguably pizza with kimchi. Roll manipulate someone. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, nine. 
I think this piece is good. <clears throat> so what I'm learning mm-hmm. is that I need to specify whether I want my pizza to be soaking wet or not. Well, if your horse wouldn't have been so... never, You know what? Never mind. You asked for a ride, Ashwood, yes. and I sent it. And I appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. Hey, so um, why am I going to like die in a couple months? What? Yeah, my friend said that this isn't permanent. This is temporary. Your spell, whatever you did. Okay, diving right into some shit. Which friend? That doesn't matter. They're magically inclined. They know stuff about spells. They can see things. They can see auras. Apparently, the connection that I'm here is fragile. Excuse me? Yeah, that's what I want to know. What? What's wrong? Nothing should be wrong. I did what I was asked. Yeah, and apparently it's going to have an expiration date. Well, I'm sorry I couldn't make you an immortal body, but I don't know that's what... That's not what I mean. I don't... I know everybody's, you know, going to die, whatever. We all have an expiration date, but I didn't think mine was going to be so soon. Can you just check? Who told you this and what did they say? Why does that matter? It always matters. Oh, no. A sorceress. And, sh- and she said? She said that it's not permanent. That whatever Kira tried to do, even though she probably had good intentions, it's not going to last. All right, let's give you a once-over. How familiar are you? Are any of you familiar at all with Reiki? Yes. But for the listener. For the listener. He's literally going to like basically bring you into... I think all of the back rooms are adorned very um, sparsely like a really shitty grocery store break room. And in one of them, there's like a friggin' massage table. Okay. And so he'll set you up on that and then like start, you know, feeling around on your aura. And I want you to roll plus weird on his behalf. All right. Um, so I rolled a five and a six and then I have a plus one, so 12. Well, it's not that you have an expiration date, but you're here conditionally. I did what I did quicker than I thought I could have. And I honestly probably should have clocked that at the time. Anna's going to be really petty. So maybe she should have specified. This isn't an accident, Ashwood. Someone kicked me into high gear. Someone brought you here before they should have. Who? That? I don't know. Well, who put this time pressure on you? You did things quicker than you should have. Not pressure. More like... I made random connections that should have taken longer. It's, there's like a, there's an unlikelihood around you, Anna. What does that even mean? It means whoever decided the coin should land where it did can undo it if they want to. What, what's the condition? That I don't know. I can't figure it out just from you. What do you need to figure it out? Who did it? And how? How could you not see this? I, and I think I think even quieter, Anna's like, how could she not see this? Ooh. And with that, I think I want to end the scene there and cut to it's the next day. And why don't we have everybody do their pre-mystery rolls? Okay, two holds for a woman with the plan. I get three questions for connect the dots. Okay. Uh, 10 for Destiny's Plaything. Okay. 
Boss from Beyond. Boss from Beyond, you actually don't get to use because you ha- you still haven't <laughs> done the thing. It's fine. And I've finally read up what it is, is you don't get to use this move until you do the thing. Until you like atone for it. That's what I thought. And then you never <laughs> correct no, us. No, I know. <laughs> this is me just trying to fight my way out of game jail. Yeah. Okay. I have one hold for the touch. A 10 for Anna's Divine Providence. Okay. So Kira, useful detail. The Lariat family is a long, proud legacy of monster hunters. <laughs> okay. They go back generations. And they are to be trusted universally. They're good people. Literally think the Belmonts. Okay. Yeah. Does Kira know that about Lariat? That who the connection of Lariat? That that's what Mark's bird is named now. I'm literally willing for it to be your decision right now, Mark. Have you told Kira that your bird has a new name? Knowing Mark, yes, he would have said the name. Now that I think about it. Okay. Roll. Do you want to roll premonitions? I got eleven. Did you know? So, Mark, you're gonna see like a kind of like a zombie or like a revenant. Like a reanimated corpse mm-hmm. of someone you don't recognize. And I think what you see is him like place a hand on your own forehead and shove some kind of energy into your body. And then he removes his hand from your face. And then your face also is like this sort of cracked black with like glowing sort of vein cracks. And you two now have become a revenant. Oh boy. I gotta lay off the alcohol. (laughs) And then, and I got a 10 for her thing. Yes. Tell me how my loved ones are in peril this time. There are three people, but not quite people. They look like, I think they're like assembled, kind of like Ken dolls or like puppets. And they all have like, a very similar face with very empty eyes and like shaggy white hair. And two of them have Kira pinned to the ground face down. Mm-hmm. And one of them has a foot on her back. And then you see, well, you see a woman with ashy white hair and a milky white eye who's very burly and well-dressed walk in out of the shadows and bend down to Kira and pick her up by her hair and say, you have something I can use, Ashen One. All right. So it's a couple of days later then? Mm Mm-hmm. And we're like on our way to Chicago, like going to meet up or what are we? Well, if you're all going to Chicago, I will just straight up ask, how do you want to get there? Someone needs to take care of my owl. Mark, I want to give you a friendly neighbor. <laughs> Mark, you get a you get a straight up knock on your door. I think Mark is just rolling it. Wait, what time is it? I think it's a Sunday, and it's nine forty five a.m. I think Mark's still passed out from the weekend. Who the hell's here at nine? I'm gonna go walk downstairs, go up to the door, look out the little people. What do I see? Are you familiar with the meme slash SNL weekend update character, Liam, the teenager who just woke up? (laughs) No. 
because that's what I'm imagining for Mark, like hair going everywhere, eyes all squinty with like a blanket still around him. <laughs> Just like, uh, hello. So you look at the little peephole and it's like a like very tall, lanky young woman with really big eyes, bleach blonde hair, really big doe eyes and very tall with clothes that don't quite fit. Like I think she has like a a puffy pink jacket that sort of ends midway down her stomach and like just her shirt is there. Mark opens up the door and forgets that the chain is on and just kind of (laughs) like, sorry, hold on. Opens the door, can can I help you? Hi, I'm um, up the street. You just moved in. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I just moved in a little bit ago. Um, did did I do something wrong? No, no, no. Aw, aren't you sweet? I'm Larissa. I live to your right, well, my right, stage right. <laughs> uh huh. Do you drink coffee? Um, because I brought you some coffee. Oh, thank thank you. Um, I mean, I don't have a coffee maker. Oh wait, wait. Are, are you saying you just got me a cup of coffee? Like, no, like she's brought like a a bag of ground coffee. Oh, oh. Like, thank you. Um, it's my favorite. It's a little sweet for most people, but like, thank you. Um, I I don't actually have a coffee maker yet, but um, I'll I'll have to get one now. This is this is nice. Thank you. Doesn't have a coffee maker. Okay. No, no. I mean, it's I mean, it's fine. Like, I appreciate the gift, and like, oh, yeah. No, I appreciate it. Nope. Yep. Moving. It's a. It's a. It's a whirlwind. Anyway, I live over here. I'm the one with the dogs. So if they bark or anything, here's my card with my my number is actually taped to the coffee. So if you have any problem with them, uh, just give me a just give me a call or a text, and I will bring them in. But they're they're the sweetest things. Sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I think I actually heard your dogs the other day. Um. I actually have a bird. You do. Pets are the best. I'd love to offer and I may, you know, we we lean on each other here in this neighborhood a a fair bit. So if you'd be willing to put your name on the list to dog sit, I'd be appreciative of that. Or if you ever need anybody to look after your bird. Oh, we're very tight knit here. Actually, I I am going on a trip. I have some friends, um, a friend in Chicago. yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually looking at going soon. I'm, I'm actually looking for a, a bird sitter, potentially. Um, I mean, I'm not asking you, I'm just- I'm- Are you serious? That's so wonderful. Do you, do you work with birds? I, well, I, I, I grew up with birds. Oh, okay, okay. The, uh, they used to call me Larissa Menagerie. My parents had so many damn pets. Do you, do you, do you want to come in and see, the, see my bird? I would love to see your bird. So, so this is, and then I think Mark goes over and like starts ex- describing the cage and everything, and like, so this is Lariat, and um, yeah, we've been been together now for how long has it been? Like a couple, a month, month or two? About a month or two, yeah. Oh, what a lovely way to put it. We've been together. I hate it when people say I have my pets. It's just, it's much more of a relationship than that, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. When when did you move into the neighborhood? Oh, I've been here since oh uh, eight probably Wait, okay well nice uh i'm i'm happy to be here and uh looking forward to exploring the rest of this block and talking to people i guess didn't realize you guys are such a, a tight-knit group of people who lived here previously in this house yeah well <laughs> yeah when i moved in here i wasn't expecting such a 
modern looking house, but it, it's it's very very spacious. Roll investigate a mystery. Seven. He kept to himself. It was a guy, he was a guy named Frank Catch. Okay. What? Is uh, he a nice guy? I mean, not really. <laughs> so I honestly, I'm hoping that uh, you'll bring this address back into you know refill the heart of the neighborhood. I like to think I'm pretty nice, but I'll let others be the judge of that, I guess. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, you're you're good with birds, though. Yeah, I think she's like scratching a lariat on the <laughs> on the forehead, and he's like got his eyes closed and he's wriggling his wings. Okay, so I think I think we just discuss the logistics of that. I think a little bit, and uh, well, well, thanks for coming over. Um, of course. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I didn't reach out sooner. I just, you know, I don't don't know what the neighborhood is like really, and I'm I'm a, I'm a little shy. So, <laughs> oh sure, it's hard to show people your eyes. Well, great to meet you, Mark. <laughs> I think Mark like reaches for his glasses. He's does, does Mark still have his glasses on? Roll act under pressure is the first <laughs> thing. Oh God, seven. I think that roll means it's your choice. Did you forget your glasses or didn't you? I don't know if we would have had that conversation so casually if my eyes were on fire. <laughs> no. I don't think I would have worn them to bed. I don't know what this means. And she was having that whole conversation with you like nothing was weird. Sus! Sus! As soon as I reach for my glasses, I'm immediately like, who are you? Oh, I don't have to ask about where they came from right now. We'll get we'll get to know each other gradually. Anyone else would have been freaked out. What's your story? I think she like smirks at you and kind of closes her eyes. And then she like grows an inch or two and her knees bend back and her skin turns blue and thin wings grow from her back and like arcing horns grow from her head. And then she opens her eyes and they're pure white. And she goes, a lot of us aren't exactly from around here either, Mr. Clayton. <sighs> well, that's a relief. And then when you like open your eyes again, she's back to being the girl from before. I think Mark laughs a little bit. I was for a moment extremely worried, <laughs> but thanks for stopping by. I guess I will, uh, Guess I'll see you and, and wherever else is around here around. Have a good day. It was nice to meet you. You too. I think Mark just stands at the door, <laughs> looks back at the bird, looks back outside, <laughs> slowly closes the door, <laughs> goes back to bed. <laughs> what is going on? And then I think Mark passes out again. Well, you have a bird sitter for when you go to Chicago. That's happening. <laughs> Check that off my list. Okay, unless there's anything else you guys want to do, I'd like to cut to you all, I think. Would you all, would you fly to Chicago or would you drive there? Well, as far as how we get there, I wonder if we couldn't, you know, call in a favor with ears and maybe get like them to get us a jet or something to fly us there. Um, but then maybe we could also see if they could help transport Cosmo or, or arrange ground transport in Chicago so that we can actually move around the city. But also, who do we want to come with us, if anybody? I think Kira would definitely want Tommy to come with. Do we want to bring my team? I could bring part of my team. <laughs> I think Anna's like, yeah, sure, that'd be cool. Bonk. 
Can I, yeah, can I, like, just, like, text my whole team and just be like, who wants to come to Chicago <laughs> off the books? You will get a text back from Gia that says, we go where you go, boss. Other question, the other person I thought about, do you want to bring Jesse or no? Never mind. No, we're going to leave him because he, you know, have him do, like, I miss him, but, like, I want him to be doing research on the drone. Can I, <laughs> I don't think this is going to help me at all, but can I ask Jesse, have you ever been to Chicago? I mean... Of course, yeah, of course I've been to Chicago. Casey? Yeah? Why are you asking me if I've ever been to Chicago? Mark, Kira, Anna, and I are going to Chicago. And you wanted to try to bring me to a city I've never been to? But you've been to Chicago. But why are you asking? Just if you had like a good lay of the land. I mean, it's Chicago. What? Are you familiar with the dagger? Roll investigate a mystery. Seven. I mean the gross urban legend? No, the mafia boss slash archmage of Chicago. No, oh, yeah, that's what I mean. There's no proof that person's real. Well, Mark saw them in a dream going after Theo, so we're gonna go try and stop it. Well, he's a pretty weird guy. You know what? I'll let you know when I'm back. Um can you just kind of keep an eye out or eye on Tessa? I don't I don't think anything's going to happen, but... You don't want her with you? I mean, why would I bring her with? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm surprised. I'll keep an eye. Why are you surprised? Come on. It's you. What do you... What is that supposed to mean? You... You think everybody's in danger if you're not looking at them. Okay, you're not wrong. I mean, I can't really do anything about her situation, and it's not like Faces is going to let me bring her to Chicago. I thought it was Sigma now. Okay, third rail. Got it. Plus, I can't have my focus split between taking care of her and taking care of Theo. Real manipulate someone. Uh, seven. I'll put somebody on it. Thanks. Yeah, Casey will just take the team. Roll, deal with the agency to see if they let me get a plane. That's my line, but do that. <laughs> would you, would you, um, hey, would you, uh, just real quick, would you, would you roll? Roll the six. You sure fucking did. Is there any way Kira could help her? Unfortunately, yes. Because <laughs> I am part of it too. I want you to miss so fucking bad though. Uh, 11. Okay. Who did you call? The author. What's this I hear about Chicago? You're booking planes, Davis. What's going on? I'm going to Chicago. Congratulations. I think is if Kira's like nearby, she'd be like, we're looking into a potential threat. Tag team in this. Ashwood and I. Is this something I need to be made aware of? Just kind of scoping out a tip. A tip? From whom? Yeah, kind of like uh, when I went to go check out the gas leak. I didn't send you to check out any gas leak. Your secretary did. Oh. Well, that's two conversations I get to have then. Did you not know about that gas leak downtown? I knew about the gas leak, Davis. I don't recall giving you any orders to the- I mean, I stopped by to see if there was anything that I could do and check in with you because I haven't seen you in a while. Um, and some weird stuff has been happening. Um, I don't know what you remember or don't remember, but you were busy, unfortunately. Your secretary wouldn't let me in. But you got a job out of it, didn't you? Hang on. 
What was the source of the gas leak, Davis? Well, team and I went, and we're about to head in to investigate, but uh, a more serious matter uh, came up. A more serious matter in Chicago, by chance? Not Chicago. Just a demon. I'm just trying to figure out uh, where it is uh, you work. I feel like Kira's just like, just like Casey. Can I like read a bad situation? What would like calm her a little bit? Like if we were to like tell her more about like what we're doing or like. Having rolled help out, yes, telling her what you're doing and that you believe that there's some kind of connection to some other okay. business. I think Kira will chime in thinking that this will help and she'll be like, we're looking into somebody who's got this connection to this underworld here in Chicago, somebody dangerous, some sort of archmage. What she said. Sounds like they could be causing quite the stir here, and I know how we feel about magic at ears, so figured this would be something that we'd want to look into. Yeah, we'll look we'll look into this this whole underground situation here going on with this archmage. Is there any information you're looking for that would be useful? What are you doing? Look, I know this is obviously an off-the-books mission, so if there's something that you want us to look into. Oh, it isn't off the books, Ashwood. You don't stop being ears just because you get spooked, okay? Check in with Cross in Chicago. You can liaise with him. He'll get you what you need. Uh, speaking of things that we need, um, kind of hard to get an assault rifle on a plane. Can we get the company, Jet? Ma'am? Don't expect me to do this often. And you can consider your company card maxed out for the next quarter. So I take it that's a yes? That's a yes. I do. I want to I wanna say one more thing to her. Oh, boy. You know, when I get back from Chicago, uh, we should catch up over coffee sometime. On me. What are you doing? Asking my boss if they want to, like, get coffee. It's been a while. I mean, when was the last time... We ever just talked before the hallway, surely. I want you to roll deal with the agency again. Oh, hell yeah. Um, 14. Okay. Talk to one of my secretaries. We'll, we'll, um, we'll set something up. The one that did or didn't set me to the gas problem. Oh, he's gone. Oh, okay. Thank you. Click. Well, isn't she a peach? Why do you want to get coffee with her? Like I said, to catch up. Keep your friends close. Easier to spot a lie in person than over the phone. <laughs> All right. So I think you, the team, Tommy, and Cosmo are all in a jet headed to Chicago. for episode 21 we just have a few quick announcements that we want to share before hopping back into the show first and foremost i wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners for helping us to spread the word about our show whether it's leaving us a rating and review on apple podcasts and spotify engaging with us on social media or recommending a show to a friend all of those things go a long way in helping our show get noticed and i know maya and i definitely appreciate it 
Yes. Also, surprise, we'll be back next week with another bonus episode of Book Club called Jeepers Keepers. Woo! In this episode, Johnny brought on fellow keepers from Thornvale, Redgate and Wolf, and Trials of the Apocalypse to discuss all things Monster of the Week. It's a really fun episode, and we can't wait for all of you to hear it. It's a really good episode, guys. I'm so excited for you. In addition to leaving us a rating and review, there are a few other ways that you can support our show. We have a merch store on Redbubble. We also have a coffee page that's spelled K-O-F-I. If you like what we've been doing, and one way to support us is to head over to that page and buy us a coffee. All the funds that we receive from that and our merch store will be going towards new bonus content, equipment, and other quality of life improvements for the show. You can also connect with us. There's a couple of ways that you can do that. One of them is Discord. We've been doing some live AMAs, which has been a lot of fun answering your guys' questions about the mysteries and like what's going on. Uh, sometimes Lauren and I play Overcooked together. Uh, Lauren also has been doing some Sims uh, where she builds Kira's house or plays as Tommy. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You guys should join us. Also, we have listening parties. Come and join us as we listen to the latest episodes. Last but not least, you can also connect with us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Monster Playbook and on Instagram and Facebook at Monsters Playbook. Or you can email us at monstersplaybook at gmail.com with any questions, fan art, or what have you. We have a link to our Direct Me profile in the show notes, which has links to all of these things and more. We hope that you check it out. Our promo for this week is a little different. We're actually going to be shouting out our friends and fellow college alums at The Dice Crisis. Woo! The Dice Crisis is an actual play Pathfinder first edition podcast. There are a ton of episodes to binge, as well as lots of bonus episodes to listen to. Knowing them personally, they put a lot of hard work into their sound design and create their own music. You'll be transported into the GM's world of Paizo's Second Darkness Adventure Path, the third adventure path in the Pathfinder Adventure Path series. It's about a strange shadow lurking in the skies above the city of Riddleport. Doomslayers take this strange shadow as a sign of the approaching end of the world. You can find out more about The Dice Crisis on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Dice Crisis and on thedicecrisis.com. They also have a Patreon and Discord server that you can join to support their show. If you wander over to their Discord server, make sure you tell them that we say hello and that we sent you. Check them out wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, after all of that, Let's get back to the show. So, like, because I don't think Casey has seen Tessa since, like, before and, like... Since the dinner party. Yeah, Theo gave Tessa that bracelet. So, I think that, like, Casey's going to leave the, like, bracelet in, like, her mailbox and, like, text Tessa, like, hey... There's a present for you from Theo in my bail box. Uh, if you want to pick it up sometime. Roll manipulate someone. Ten. You get a text back that just goes, aw. Oh, she moved to Chicago, by the way. I think that if I can, I think that Casey's going to tell her I'm going to Chicago, by the way. Be back soon. Tell the kid I say hi. Um. So, yeah, flying in the air. I think like on the plane ride there, um, I think Anna would be like asking Mark some questions and would be like, so this vision that you saw, like, was there any like, could you tell like what day it was? Was there like any like, like dates posted like on the train? 
time of day. I, I don't I don't have any other information. That's that's kind of all I have to go off of. That's why I was a little hesitant at first. I didn't have a lot of information, but I don't know. There's just enough of it now where I feel like it's a potential problem. Have you told Theo yet? And come to think of it, have any of us even told her that we're coming? Theo! Yeah? You land in Chicago. It's like days before, though. Like a couple of days, right? I mean, yeah, apparently. Yeah, you go, you land with Jacob, you get a cab, but like an SUV uh, SUV cab, so you can fit all your shit. Drives you through Chicago, and it's very cramped and tall compared to what you're kind of used to. And strangely cold, much colder and drier. Is it really uh, as windy as they say it is? <laughs> it's um, it's a metaphor, Theo. It's because everybody's supposed to be rushing around. But also, yes. But uh, kind of a dorky thing to say. So kind of you know, keep that keep that sort of talk down. Okay. Well, if you're gonna live here, you gotta be as jaded as the rest of us. Okay. I don't have to be. Who says I have to be? You know what? You're right. One of us should be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, huh? It'd be really bad because I feel like Theo's no, just like a little bit like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> Aww. I don't know, Jacob seems so nice in Minnesota. <laughs> and now he's just like, hey, don't be yourself. So you'll pull up to the building that is Jacob's apartment and there's like a walk up to the door like a six stair step up and there's a woman sitting on the stairs. Okay. Yeah, I guess what she what does she look like? Is she noticeable? She stands up immediately as the two of you get out of the taxi and she's like, you know, maybe mid 50s, quite short, maybe like 5 foot 2, very round, clearly dyed hair, black, big round glasses very frumpily dressed and she stands up and she walks urgently up to Jacob and he's like, Mrs. Grishevsky, you're going to have to make an appointment. This isn't going to be like last time is worse than last time. He's back and worse and much, much worse and stabby and bitey and alive. He's your husband. Mrs. Grishevsky is dead. We've dealt with this. Theo, any thoughts? Theo's just blending in. Okay. Listening, but not speaking up. I'm telling you, his back and his teeth are much worse, and the blood and all of the noise. And he's just like, Mrs. Krzyzewski, I've been on a plane. I'm really tired. I also don't do that kind of work anymore. I gave you the names of some people who could help you. I'm very sorry that you're having these hallucinations now is not hallucinations his husband and he is worse he's dead we dealt with it i need you to i need you to go home and i need you to maybe call some of those people or if you really need to there's the mental wellness uh hotline that i had given you i am not crisis i am danger husband is back husband is worse jacob yeah i could Maybe check it out. We can get some rest. <laughs> okay, blending in already. Mrs. Krzyzewski, this is my sister Theora. You can call me Theo. Hi. <laughs> She'll like 
I think her whole demeanor will change and she'll be like, she'll hold out her hand as though to be kissed and be like, Ananda. Theo just like shakes it. <laughs> if you're willing to wait right here, I'll just bring my bags upstairs and I can help you. Well, she won't wait here. She will follow you in and up and be explaining. <laughs> okay. All right. I come to Mr. Nash four months ago. My husband, who was dead, he has come back. He is rotting. He is zombie. He is dead body, which living dead. If you touch him, is he physical? We don't touch him. Remember what we talked about, Ananda? Yes, he. his skin falls away. Is very gross. It was real... <sighs> And I, I think, like, she's telling her version of the story, which is all very visceral and very, like, literally what it was like. And Jacob's just rolling his eyes. And then he, you get inside, you open the door, you put all your stuff down. His apartment is very open and neat. I think when you walk in sort of straight ahead and slightly to the left is the kitchen, which is all natural woods and chrome. He has, like, one of those magnet things that has uh, about a half a dozen knives on it and like the pots and pans hanging from the ceiling and then to the right there's like a like a low couch that faces like a a tv that i think essentially regularly just has a video of a, of a fireplace on it beyond that to the right is his bedroom and then to the left from the kitchen is like the bathroom and then what will it's perfectly empty now and like bare but that will be your bedroom and it's just this kind of like sprawl layout and once you get inside jacob will put his stuff down and like lean against the kitchen island and be like as we discovered like says to you basically to bring you up to speed mr grishevsky was in deep to the local mafia and it apparently acquired some form of supernatural debt which they brought him back to kind of to try to enact some kind of favor and i think quietly to you he'll be like mr krzyzewski was more incompetent in death than he even was in life and he just tried to go home Mm. yes but is worse this time now he is mad previously previously there he just he did he came back and he he didn't know he was dead but now they have him doing this work. So what exactly is the problem? Okay, you got this. Good night. I think Jacob's gonna go into the bathroom and audibly brush his teeth. I'm assuming that she's not gonna stay here when I'm just like, hold on. And like, Theo's gonna bring her suitcase like into the bedroom, drop it off. I think throw her backpack on like the bed, glance around. No, out of her backpack, pull like, her drawstring bag of stuff, throw it on her back, and then come back out, probably close the bedroom door behind her, knock on the bathroom door. He'll open the door, toothbrush dangling out of his mouth. Do you have an extra set of keys? Oh, right. I mean, I can get in, but... He'll go into the kitchen, still brushing his teeth, and like pull open a drawer and then take out a set. And yeah, it's got like a heavy key to get into the building and then another key to get into the the room and then a mailbox key. Thanks. Okay. I guess bye. And then like I think kind of quietly while he's still brushing his teeth. I'm really trying to get out of this line of work. So if you Don't worry, I'll blend in. 
and Theo will then turn away from him and like usher her out of the apartment and like down the stairs. So you live nearby? No, I am south of Freeway. It is Mr. Nash who is only one who can help. Well, I'll try my best. Did you drive here? (laughs) No, no, no. Then she like gestures. Janusz drived. There's a van with a very crappy logo of Grishevsky deli and meats on it. And there's like a really frumpy looking, no, not frumpy, shitty. Like he's got like a thin mustache, definitely like 20 to 50 pounds overweight, stains all over his shirt. Fucking guy. (laughs) Okay. I guess, uh... To your place. You do not wish to see Grave. I mean, I kind of like to maybe see him first. See what I'm dealing with. You gave me a very great description. But if I could see him first... I mean, unless you think that I should see his grave first, I mean... No, we see him. Come. As Theo gets in the car... Uh-huh. I'm assuming Theo gets in the back. I'm going to pull out her phone and, like, text Kira. I miss Minnesota already. Oh. So I would like to cut to, you're brought to the Krzyzewski's deli. Jesus Christ. Okay. And they bring you in and it's like, you know, a pretty normal deli. There's like the cooler, there's like the counter. They bring you into the back and then there's like sort of a butcher kind of station. And then they bring you into the cooler and pinned to the wall by a very large butcher knife is this kind of shaggy middle-aged guy who's just like kind of trying to push against this this knife in his chest that has him pinned to the wall. And yeah, sure enough, his teeth are pretty out of control. They're all like twice as long as they should be. And there's something you don't like about his hands. Um, I think Theo's going to be like, I'm assuming that he's not for sale because we're at a butcher shop. I think the guy goes, Not for sale. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not in Minnesota anymore. I guess Theo's gonna get closer, but not within, like, reach. And gonna try and read a bad situation and open up her third eye. Roll it. Yeah, so it's a 10. Cap. Four questions. Okay, so first question. How can I put him to rest? There's something that you'll have to reverse. There's a reason he's back for a second time. Okay. What's up with his hands? His hands, this is the thing that you can see with your third eye. They're just spitting dead life energy. Hey. (laughs) I recognize this. The dead life, was that with like the whole Quinn and numbers thing? This is what Kira absorbed into herself when she life drained Quinn. Um, is this anything like what happened to Quinn? Mm, yeah, kinda. Uh, since I can see invisible things, do I see anything invisible? It's hard fully to understand, but like there's a like a barrier to one side of him. The sense you get is it's like he's being pulled in a certain direction and something is keeping him from being pulled that way. Hmm. Do you think... Well, I'm not here. Never mind. I won't say anything. But Lauren has theories. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You see, it's worse. It's not just alive. Have you done anything to him? 
we pin him to wall with knife <laughs> is not enough. Aside from that, did you do anything like magical? We are not magic ones, Nessos. You are magic. We call you. This is what we do. Question. question. <laughs> I think we have the same question. <laughs> I never said that my last name was Nessos, and she did clearly say Nash. that Jacob's last name was Nash. So was that a Johnny fuck up, or did she just out herself? <laughs> I think she outed herself. Oh, Nessos Nash, you pretend to lie, but we know. Your father's father was our father's mother's high school crush. Is small world, Nessos. How can I remove that barrier that's like keeping him from going in that direction? It's kind of the same question, same answer as the first question. Okay. Someone's keeping it there. Okay. Find out who that is and make them remove it. Can I ask, how is this guy and this woman, like the driver, how are they situated in this butcher shop? Well, I think that like, they kind of walked into this cooler where he's been pinned to the wall. I'm just wondering if like they have me trapped in here. I mean, they are standing between you and the way out. That's true. I'm sorry. There must be like some confusion. That's not my last name. You are sister to Nessos Nash. You are not sister to Nash Nessos? Adopt. <laughs> sister uh, step siblings <laughs> no just a friend friend you cannot even help you are friend from street I never said that I couldn't help Janusz drive her home we need Nessos you see she like throws her hand at the guy pinned to the wall is not normal we need something more than friend of Nessos you can help, or you need ride home. I can help, but uh, my last name is Jones. Congratulations. Theo's gonna like pull off her drawstring bag, dig in it, and I think like set a candle down on the ground. Yeah. Um, pull out some ashes, light the candle, and I think drop the ashes on it, and then. Like blow it towards this creature. I'm trying to cast, uh, cast out evil. Okay. All right. Roll plus tough. Oh boy. <laughs> I have an exciting question for you, Theo. That's cool. So I rolled a six. Mm-hmm. But I want to use a luck point. Do you really? Because what is your? Are you the hex oh, right yeah. now? Fuck. Yeah. Ooh, what is when that you mean? spend luck until the end of the mystery, backlash on your spells will be extra nasty. I forgot. It's not the family thing or whatever. I think I'm just going to fail it because, like, it's a lot of pressure going in here. So, yes, what I think what I think happens is you do this and you, like, blow the ash from this candle onto this thing and you speak the words and then, like... You can see sort of the soul shape of him start to get sort of sucked and pulled out in a certain direction, such that like his face comes apart from his face. And then you can see something else. In fact, what you can see is a giant ethereal gray hand. No, no. Push his spirit back into his body. And then I think 
he grabs the knife that's pinning him to the wall and yanks it out of his chest. Okay. Theo's gonna, like, yell to the two, like, get out, get out, get out! And Theo's gonna try and throw up a wall of force. Here's what I want to do so bad. Yeah. Theo will use magic. Ten. All right. Basically, what you were able to do is magically barricade this cooler and magically shut the door. So he's trapped and straining at that prison. Garrick Grushevsky, by the way, is his name. Was his name. The late Garrick Grushevsky. What's cleanest and easiest is if you and Yanush and Mrs. Ananda Grushevsky kind of stayed there to like keep watch and then the sun comes up and you get this this text. Yeah, I'm wondering, so like, would that barrier stay there? Like, because Theo doesn't want to stay there. Clear. Well, I go home. Is there a way for me to like, can I jerry-rig something to trap this zombie in the freezer? If that's the move you want to take. Relict under pressure. 11. You know what? I think whether they know it or not, the the Grushevskys have like a push broom that's made out of extremely old wood. And so you're able to like wedge that in the, the freezer door or the cooler door to keep it shut in. I think Thea's gonna just say like, you should call one of those people that uh, uh Mr. Nash had recommended they can totally take care of it. Janusz, drive her home. That's okay. I'll just walk home. It's 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 fine. I got I it's fine. It's far and van is full of gas. Janusz, very trustworthy. Okay. Strong and virtuous, like okay, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, just don't open that door. I think precisely one thing will happen, which is like almost exactly halfway through him driving you home. He'll be like, it's maybe better to not be Nessos. I don't know why you think that I am when I told you that I am not. Quite. It's better. Is Theo in the passenger seat or the back seat? Why would you sit in the back seat? That's rude. I don't trust this guy. I don't know who. Because <laughs> I'm a rich girl. <laughs> I ride in the back. <laughs> if I was Nessos, I too would change name. Can I be sitting in the back seat? Sure. Can I do some magic? What do you want to do? I'm thinking or wondering about maybe having it be a rope, but I want to cast a spell that... Makes them forget something? Yeah. Okay. Makes them forget like the past 24 hours, 48 hours. That's a long period of time. Why don't you roll it? Also, it goes awful. <laughs> it's going to be bad. 13 advance move. Oh. Okay, so if you want this to be a rote, here's what I need you to write down. This is a memory spell. On a success, you can pull out precisely the memories that you don't want them to keep anymore. On a mixed success, you can only pull out all of the memories of a given period of time. So what that is to say, on a success, they'll forget what you want them to forget and not really know about it. On a mixed success, they'll forget as long as you want them to forget, but then wake up being like, why don't I remember anything from the last two days? On a miss, you will essentially erase their identity. Oh, shit, okay. Oh, Yikes. That's why you don't mess with people's minds. 
<laughs> Yikes. Okay. Um, what requirements would you say? Definitely magic words, ritual gestures. And I think this one's going to have to be spilling of blood. Okay. Can I ask you the the lightning whip that I have? Which one, which requirements do you think? Expendable component, destroyed or scattered. I, I would give you like an amount of it to kind of start with, but like what I think that the component that I want it to be is the ash of something burned by lightning. For the lightning whip? Yeah. Okay. And then I th- I think I kind of want that one also to be runes or symbols written on or engraved on a surface. And I want you to have a tattoo on your hand or wrist. I'm going to be a hand. It's going to be a hand. Like palm or back of hand. Like palm. And <laughs> Theo's going to have to redo it like every so often because I've heard that the oils will rub it away. <laughs> yeah, I want to pull out. Can I pull out all of his knowledge of Nessos, both related to me and to Jacob? Mm-hmm. Take one harm. That you'll kind of just like take you have to like take a knife and sort of dig it into maybe your hand and then the the blood just kind of fly, floats up and evaporates like like red smoke. And he pulls up to your apartment and stops and looks very confused and he goes, "I suppose we have arrived, girl in back of my van." Oh, didn't I tell you my name was Shelby? Welcome home, Shelby. Will App pay me now? Yeah, it might take a, like, you know, a business day, but it should show up. Thanks. Bye. They'll go inside. I need to stop smoking so much weed. (laughs) (laughs) Then he'll drive off. Mark, Casey, Kara, and Anna, you guys all land in Chicago. Okay, so then it's the next day now? Yes. Kara's going to call Theo. What time of day is it? Maybe 10 or 11. Yeah, I think that Theo's unpacking her room sees you calling answers your phone hey what are you doing hi you'll never guess where i am chicago (laughs) is that mark not no (laughs) hi theo uh yeah we we might be in town what did she say Mark, you just gotta chill, bro. Is that Casey? Wait, is there like something going on? Like, are you guys on like another like hunt? Is everything okay? You have my bracelets, right? We do. We. If you wear them, like you can activate like the shield, and it'll like protect you from like. Yes, we we are aware. We are aware, and we we are prepared to use them. Uh, don't tell me, Mark took his off already. No, no. Is he mad at us? No, Mark. Just let me talk, people. Um, hey, Mark, why don't you help me with uh, filling out these car rental applications? He's <laughs> gonna like pull them because I assume we're gonna need two cars. Probably. I don't think Cosmo would take all of us. Uh, hey. What's up? What's up, Kira? Mark had a vision. Okay. Of you, and needless to say, it was very concerning, and we wanted to come here to make sure that what. He saw it doesn't happen. Make sure that you're okay. Wait, what do you what do you mean by here? He saw a vision of something happening with one of the trains here. Okay, but you said that you were here. Yeah. Um. Surprise! We're in Chicago because we you were in trouble and we wanted to help. Okay. 
But you said you missed Minnesota, so... No, yeah, I do. Look, I know this probably wasn't the ideal way you wanted us to visit, but... Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice if you guys came when, like, I actually had my own place, but... No, I get it. Mark's Mark's vision, visions we should be, take seriously. What what did you see exactly? There's a woman known as the Dagger who Mark saw in his vision. Nick, from when we described her, he seemed to know who she was. Someone who's connected to the underground, an archmage, but also sort of has ties to basically the mafia and the supernatural underground. Hold, hold, can you hold on one second? Sure. Uh, Theo's gonna put it on mute, and I think that Theo's, like, door is, like, mostly cracked, like, like, closed. Where's Jacob? He's in the kitchen, and he is singing his making breakfast song. He is cooking breakfast sandwiches, egg, egg and bacon, and he's toasting some, uh, English muffins. Cute. And there will be cheese as well. Oh, no. And there will be cheese as well. This is Jacob's breakfast sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Theo's gonna like quietly close her door. Brother, sister, breakfast sandwich. <laughs> You're really trying to make up for what happened last night. Aren't I sure you? am. And so is he. <laughs> he is excited to have you here. Yeah, Theo's gonna close her door quietly. And I think that like she's gonna turn on like the radio so that it kind of covers up and she'll like unmute it. Okay, so. You saw this old woman. So Mark saw this vision of a woman. Yes. Her she goes by the name Dagger. Her full name was Dagny Willis. So she's kind of like a combination of like a mafia boss and an archmage in the Chicago underworld. She's got like ash white um hair. Like a an eye that's like a like a dead eye, and Mark basically saw a vision. Can you ask Mark to like throw what he saw over to me? Maybe. I mean, Theo, it's of you in trouble. Do you really want to see that? I mean, I want to see who you're like talking about. I mean, gotta know the details, right? Well, the what happens is the train that you and Jacob were on exploded. Oh. I'm sure Mark can show you what this woman looks like, but you can see why why we're concerned. Yeah. All right, that last song was the last song that's on the radio. Coming up next on the radio is the next song on the radio. No, I thanks thanks for coming. Um, I'll, I'll I think I'll, I think Kira will like kind of like elbow Mark and be like, Can you show Theo what that woman looked like? Huh? Can you show that just just show her what the woman looked like? Yeah. So, Theo, what you get from this vision that Mark sends you, you see a woman sitting in her car, stringy white hair, scar on one side of her face, dead eye in that eye, very burly, extremely well dressed, and you get the vague vibe that this is the woman who kills you. Do you have any idea where she is? We're looking into it. Why? I don't think I need to ask, but why is she after me? I mean, it sounds like she's got a connection to the mafia and magic. Does that sound like anybody else we know? You're kind of asking the wrong person. Precisely Are the you? right person, actually. Are you asking exactly the right person? <laughs> it sounds like maybe she's going to beef with your family, if I had to wager. 
Can Kira roll dark pass to see if she has any recollection of this this woman? Sure. Also, is she familiar to me at all? Why don't you roll plus sharp, Theora? Uh, so I rolled a seven for dark past. I rolled a seven. Kira, you can roll, ask one question. Mm-hmm. I think I will just go with the when I dealt with this creature, uh, what did I learn? It wasn't in Chicago per se, and I, don't, I actually think it was still in Minnesota, but there was something that um, that you were working on, that you were looking into, and sort of, I think Donovan kind of got wind that Dagny was had an interest in it mm-hmm. and just immediately pulled you off of it. Donovan pulled me off of it? Yes. And I think that like you, you know, got pissed at him. And we're like, don't you trust me? Blah, 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 blah. All your angry things. The information that he let slip in his like protective snappiness was she's been alive for hundreds of years. We don't stand against someone like that unless we're told. And Theo, the name doesn't sound familiar. And not the, the face also isn't familiar. But you know, sort of just by osmosis that like, the Maggio isn't the only supernatural underworld entity. Where are you guys right now? Where are you staying? Uh, we just landed. <laughs> Do we even have a... I would assume we have like hotels that we would have picked out. Well, you're supposed to coordinate with Cross at the Ears office locally. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm just going to completely forget the Now contact. that I know that I have to remind you about this kind of shit, <laughs> Yano... Coordinating uh, lodging, we will get that situated. But can we meet up with you maybe for lunch or something? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, how's Chicago? Isn't it everything you ever wanted? Um, it's windy. The people are windy. I haven't really seen much. Kind of mostly just the inside of this apartment for now. Kira, Mark, Casey, and Anna. There's someone at the car rental place. It's clearly on the phone and clearly talking and clearly looking at all of you. Can Casey just make eye contact? Like just straight eye contact with them. Just like, what's up? Casey, roll plus sharp. Um, nine. Okay. So you see your lock eyes with you and like nod. And then the only words you can make out reading her lips are just right now. And then she'll hang up and be like, I think Mark and Casey, you had gone off to fill out forms. Like, I, um, it turns out that this won't be necessary. And then outside you hear a couple of like small fleet of cars pull up. And then like the driver gets out of one of them in the front and opens up the, the back seat and out steps this like very slick looking suited gentleman. Out of like 10. Did you watch Glow? Who from Glow? Bash Howard. Oh, who would see Chris Lowell. He looks like the he looks like the actor Chris Lowell, who's Piz from uh Veronica Mars. Okay. That dude walks out and like fully takes off some sunglasses he'd been wearing and puts them into his James Bond pocket. Anna's just like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think Diego also is like, nice. <laughs> I feel like Gia just like rolls her eyes. Madre Dios. I think she might look at you, Casey, gesture towards the door and be like, you kidding me with this guy? 
And he comes in and he like, just like, the door is just open before him. And he's like, I've been expecting you. Welcome to Chicago. You're like our tour guide or something? Something like that. I'm your liaison. Cross. You've been expecting me too. It's told to connect with you. I'm Agent Davis. You see, holds out a hand. I know. Agent Davis, that would make you Gia and Tak. Heard a lot about you. Diego, Kira, Anna, you're new. Uh, Mark Clayton, right? Got it. I'm sorry. You know about me? Surprised that you're so famous? Yeah, well, I, like, as you said, I'm so new, so I'm just... Well, you ought to be in pictures. <laughs> oh, you flatterer. <laughs> Would you believe that's not the first time I've heard that? Uh, Come, I've uh, got you a fleet of cars that can show you the town. Sounds awesome. Unless you have somewhere you need to be. I think Kira's like, we're, we're actually thinking about getting lunch. Do you know a good place? Actually, can we swing by somewhere and then go to lunch? She, he points at Kira on the phone who's like, he's walking towards you and is like, is that Miss Jones? May I? Holds out a hand for the phone. Um, why do you need to speak with her? Well, I'm here to coordinate with you all. Right, so coordinate with me. Here, I'll put you on speakerphone. You're so suspicious! (laughs) Kira, what's going on? Are you okay? Well, you have a liaison here. Um, sorry, you said your name was... Cross. He's, um... Gonna show us around town apparently and maybe bring us He'll lead into like talking to the speakerphone like you do when you kinda talk into a speakerphone and be like, uh, is this Miss Theo Jones? Yeah. It seems that you find your you found yourself in a spot of trouble. Some that you know about and some that you don't. What exactly do you know, Cross? Yeah. I'm the liaison. I know all kinds of things. I'm here to show you around. I think Anna's like, come on. What do you know? (laughs) Oh, you. How about we swing by and pick up Theo and we can head to lunch and Cross can tell us all that he knows. Perfect. I love lunch. Do I see any strange auras coming off of him? Uh, Why don't you read a bad situation, Mark? Please miss. Ten. Fuck. (laughs) Here's the auras you get off of him. The first thing is that there's like in your weird sight... Do you know those, I don't, what were they called? The like dome that has the little thing in the center that has lightning going off in all directions? A plasma globe? Is that what they're called? Okay. All right. You know, like a plasma globe? <laughs> like it's just something that they just have in like science museums and like where you put your hand then it'll go. There's like that kind of thing coming off of his head in many directions. Like, you can just see this weird tendril aura stretching off in all directions. Mark sees this. Are they straight or are they, like, literally lightning? They just kind of look like tendrils of energy. It looks like that. Um, The other thing, I just love to describe things in this way, in this, like, ineffable thing where it's, like, it's not quite... It's almost like like there's no sense involved, but it's just like they kind of sm- he kind of smells like the invisible family. Okay. Casey, are you in uniform also? Um by uniform do you mean like a suit? Well, I mean what are Casey and Kira wearing? Kira's just regu- wearing her regular clothes. I think she's just wearing like jeans, a shirt and some sort of like leather jacket most likely. Okay. 
Maybe a blazer if she's feeling fancy. I do also want to know what Mark is wearing for the record. Casey is wearing, I think, honestly, like black on black on black. So like black suit pants, uh, black uh, blouse and a black blazer. Okay. Mark. The last trip Mark went on was in high school. And where he went was Hawaii. So <laughs> I think Mark decided to wear khaki shorts. It's, it's the middle the winter. of winter. Oh, wait, sorry, it's winter. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. I was saying, never, he wore shorts <laughs> and a sweatshirt. Um, no, um, he's just wearing jeans then in a in a in a hoodie and a probably a, a like a bomber jacket type of thing. Yeah, I think Kira's. I think Kira's his, it is the winter time. Kira's like wearing like yeah jeans instead of a leather jacket, which she probably is wearing underneath. She's wearing a fucking pea coat on top of everything. And I was wearing a fucking puffer jacket. <laughs> like Casey's definitely wearing a leather jacket. I ask because I think Cross is like, so we're uh, we're off book, huh? Depends on who's asking. I'm sorry. Are, are you are you with ears? Yeah. Did they not? They just said you were a contact. I wasn't totally sure what the connection was. Did you think ears was just in one city? Yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> Not stupid. I'm. You're. I know you're new. Yeah. And w- honestly, if I'm being real with you, our onboarding packet is woefully inaccurate, inadequate. Sorry. Brain hiccup. <laughs> About it. Right. Well, I'm starving. Are we picking up Theo? Yes, please. Cross. Any recommendations for restaurants? Plenty. Well, I will expect nothing but the very best. I'm thinking Monteverde. Cars are this way, right? <sighs> and I think Casey's gonna like lead at least her team out to the cars and start loading up people's suitcases. So Casey's got her car, and I'm guessing we have like an additional rental car for the rest of us. So yeah, I think Cos- Cosmo came along. Casey's gonna check the engine, check inside, check underneath the car, just do a huge quick once over. What exactly are you looking for? Just making sure there's no tracking shit, making sure that she w- he was not damaged in transportation. Uh, roll read a bad situation. Eight. Your car's okay. And so, yeah, there are no rental cars. There is the fleet of cars that Cross arrived with that you'll be given those. Well, I think Kira will probably take another car. Well, she'll offer to drive if nobody else wants to. Yeah. Cross, want to give me directions? Oh, Kira, did you grab Theo's address? Yep. Um, and I think we go pick up Theo. Does Jacob say anything while Theo gets GTFO? Well, I think like... Because he was making breakfast. I'm making breakfast for my sister. <laughs> my sister who lives in my house now. <laughs> yeah, I think whenever it is that you come out of your room, he has a like... Very gorgeous looking breakfast sandwich for you with like melty oh, cheese no. over like cracked egg and some some bacon. I think they was going to pretend to like just keep going to like the front door. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, morning. Yeah, first breakfast in the city. What do you think? That looks awesome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually like going to get some fresh air. I don't feel great. Oh, like. Travel sick or kind of. Uh I think like a little a little bit of homesickness. Yeah, it does get a little windy out here. 
Uh, I appreciate it, though. Maybe, like, can you wrap it up? And if I'm feeling up to it, I'll have it later. Roll manipulate someone. And I get plus one because it's my brother. Yep. 12 advanced move. Totally. Oh, yeah. He's definitely this dweeb. He, like, pulls open one of the drawers and has, like, a bunch of the, like, brown wrap paper that they have at delis and totally wraps it up and like has like a sticker and everything to keep it shut and puts it in a little tiny bag for you to like take with me or yep oh breakfast to go thanks oh um keep the last name on the dl you know around here yeah no, no no i know that um the woman and like her driver, they Ugh. they seem to know that you're connected to the Nessos, but I took care of the driver. Didn't really get a chance to do that to like the woman. What do you mean took care of the driver? Like convinced them and like told them like that we're not like, we're not related and that like we're not connected to that. How how did you do it? What do you mean? I mean, if you're nice to people, they believe you. Roll manipulate someone. Theo, why you lie? Why do you lie? <laughs> because I don't want my brother mad at me. I saw what he did to Nick. I have an extremely important question. <laughs> Roll a six. I rolled a six. Theora, did you do that memory thing again? What memory thing? Don't. <laughs> the thing you did to Christine. Don't act like you don't remember. It was sixth grade. Mom and dad told you you couldn't do that anymore. I sense you trying to remember this and making it up on the fly right now, but this is a power that you've had for quite some time and you're not supposed to use it because it's actually really gross. And I think you tried to use it when you were a little girl on a girl who was your classmate and you tried to make her forget something and you missed. I was just trying to protect you and me. (sighs) I only erased Anything he knows about the Nessos, like it being connected to like you or me. Just because you did it well doesn't mean you did the right thing, Theo. But I was trying to do the right thing. I know what you were trying to do. And if I'm honest, I appreciate it. We just have to be careful. Okay. It's it's freedom on a bed of needles out here, okay? Okay. I'm sorry I can't give you something better, but... Anything else? We'll be able... Enjoy your breakfast. Theo leaves. Can Akira, on the way to meeting up with uh, Theo, can she actually call Donovan? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I want her to call Donovan. How is Illinois? <sighs> I mean, so far, not too different from Minnesota, just a little more metropolitan. I have a question of something that I I think you probably remember. Do you remember um, someone named the Dagger? I think they are in Chicago. We might be dealing with them. Some archmage slash mafia family type connection. And I remember back when I was in the cult that you said not to deal with them, not to look into them. What do you know? What are you doing? I'm helping a friend. You can help that friend by removing them from Chicago. What do you know about the dagger? Roll manipulate someone. 13 advanced move. Fuck you. (laughs) Please. She's from somewhere else. A sort of grand mystery from 
centuries ago. But like all of her people, about 20 years ago, she lost most of her memories. But then she got them back and the world is worse for it. What happened 20 years ago? I'm told in her circles they call it the Great Forgetting. What, the Great Forgetting? What does that mean? Suffice it to say, a deal was made and memories were sealed away. And of all the people to get the key to unlock herself, she had to be one of them. She's hundreds of years old. She commands power that frightens me. You say her people. What do you mean by her people? It's a charitable reading, but there's a sort of coalition. She's since broken, let's say, free of them, but 15, 20 years ago, they didn't know where else to turn but to each other. I'm, so, I'm confused. Who the hell are they? At the time, they disguised themselves as what they called the Under the Stairs Kids. She's a part of the Under the Stairs Kids, or associated with them. Not anymore. What are they after? In a word, power. Isn't everyone after that? I don't... She has connections with there, is what troubles me. Someone there has their hooks into her. So she might be working as an agent of someone from there, doing their bidding. One of the kings? Or one of their princes. I see. I advise you now, as I advised you then, to give the dagger a wide berth. Donovan, is I a good student? <laughs> in every way that mattered, you were the best. And in the ways that didn't, in the ways that I kind of, like, disregarded some of your advice, I'm sorry, I'm going to look into this. I suppose. I'm unsurprised. I'm sorry for my curiosity. Um, is there anything you can tell me, anything that I should know that might be helpful? Why don't you roll plus sharp? Eight. When you're dealing with denizens of there, or their agents, they're bound by deals. Mm-hmm. You must be cautious of anything that looks like an offer. And so too must they. It's difficult to trick them, but if you do, it will destroy them. Tricking them? They don't deal well with being outsmarted. Something tells me you'd be pretty good at that. <laughs> I told you I'd be pretty good at that. Well, either you're a very good liar or I'm extremely gullible. I've outsmarted one of them precisely once, and it came at no small cost to me. I advise you to be careful, Kira. I will. I'll see you soon. Thanks. I believe you. Oh. Click. I know you really, really, really want to get us in the same place. Can I do one small thing as Theo's on her way in a taxi? Mm-hmm. Um, Theo's going to cast a little bit of magic and try to look back into the past. Little bit of magic. I got an 11. What did you want to look back at? In the backseat of this taxi, Theo's looking back at a past memory of hers with Selena mm -hmm. when they were kids. And they are running around playing like kind of like tag or a little bit of hide and go seek in her mm -hmm. mom's like flower garden. Question for the listeners slash me. How old is Selena compared to Theo? Three years older. And Theo is what, 23? 
Selena would be 26. The second youngest Nessos child. Yep. Like, because I think Mia's looking back on this because, like, she's just very lonely, very sad, and just... Yeah, like, literally, I mean, just, like, how, like, you know, you kind of, like, would with, like, somebody who's passed away. You, like, you know, think about, like, a memory or whatever, but since Theo has this power, Theo's looking back at a memory of her sister, like, a good memory, to try and, like, comfort herself. Okay. Well, you rolled really well. I do want to give you something useful from that roll because it was very good. Well, and it won't be useful now. I think the memory that you have of you and Selena is chasing what you at the, at the time thought were fireflies, but what you now recognize as little dots of magicka. Okay. For the record, for future Theo, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? What? what Nothing. <laughs> Sorry. What? Oh, man. I passed out for a second there. Okay, 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 okay. So Theo's in this taxi. She arrives at this, like, restaurant. You all right, meet at this restaurant. Theo, you walk into this restaurant. Welcome to the restaurant, Theo. Okay, so we are there. I think uh, Kira, as soon as, like, Theo walks in, will get up and give Theo a hug. Oh. Hey, Theo like hugs her back. Hi. I think she's like hugging you. A little a little more tight than like normal. It's really good to see you. I mean, I know you, we just saw you yesterday, but like it's really good to see you. No, it's really good to see you too. How's your uh how's the you know, Chicago? How's Jacob? Uh Jacob's good. He made me breakfast. Well, that's nice. I'm still unpacking. What's what's like the news? Anything anything exciting going on? I mean, I tried to help someone last night. It didn't really go great. Oh, what happened? Um, some sort of zombie, and I just I don't know. I tried to like help and didn't really like work. And a zombie? Yeah, not not a zombot. No robot parts on this one. But a zombie. Yeah, uh... I think Tommy's gonna be like, anything, you know, I could help with? Um... Can you describe the zombie? Could... I actually haven't eaten today. Could we, like, maybe do that first? Yeah! We can we can chat over food. You sit down. You get some food. Is Cross here too, like at the table? Oh, Cross is paying. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Essential question, Theo, will you answer Mark's question? What did Mark say? He said, can you describe the zombie? Yeah, it, I mean, first off, it did give me kind of like vibes, like with Quinn and that stuff. What do you mean by that? Like, I tried, so like, Theo kind of tells him like, how this woman was at like Jacob's place and like, kind of the information of like, he like had died, but he's brought back to life. Something about like this mafia and that, like, he had really long, was it, like, claws? Or teeth. He had really long teeth. Did you mention the dead life at all? Yeah, I think they was going to, like, tell you everything. But, like, I think that the way she tells you is, like, kind of, like, a little zoned out. Just recalling, I think, very not Theo. Huh. Mark, will you roll plus sharp, please? Seven. And also... Here, you don't know about my vision, right? I haven't shared that with anybody the yet. The zombie one or what? The zombie one, yeah. 
I don't think you've shared that with anyone yet. Okay. I do think as this dinner or dinner, as this lunch is going on, Anna is <laughs> like doing some shit and she is like doing some protective spell like for Theo. If the next time she takes harm, she takes no harm. Uh okay. So yeah, like I don't know what she would be doing at the at the lunch table, but I think she'd be like just like maybe putting like some salt around the, like <laughs> Theo's like whatever. I want you to roll act under pressure to do this secretly. Okay. I mean she's not necessarily trying to do it secretly, but sure. Uh eight. Theo. Yeah. Anna's doing some stuff around you. Ceremonial. <laughs> it's a Minnesota thing. Do I want to ask? I think she looks at the protection bracelet that Theo gave her and is like, this is what I normally do. Aww. I'm going to roll act under pressure for Theo. Okay. Mark, the way she described the the guy, that's the mm-hmm. guy from your vision who put his hand mm-hmm. on your face. The zombie? Oh, the zombie guy. The zombie guy. I think. And what I wanted to do as she was telling me that, I think I'm going to show her the vision of me getting- Zombified? Yeah, and just take a deep breath and look at her. Uh, so I had rolled an eight. Oh, Rack had you pressure, now? Yeah, to try and have Theo kind of stay calm. and. So I think what that means is that to Kira and Mark, she doesn't seem okay, but to everyone else, she seems fine. Yeah, that looks like the guy. Um, I can take you guys to him afterwards. He should be locked in the freezer still. Should be, Cross says. Not exactly standard operating procedure, but amateurs. Wink. Wait a second. Who are you? Oh, I'm sorry. I forget. Uh, Agent Cross. I'm with ears. You're the one that said my name before I even said it. Because I know your name. Okay. How do you know my name? <laughs> it's weird. You're the only one here laughing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Names are really powerful. And being that you know my name before I gave it. Oh, I don't have that part of your name. You have nothing to worry about. Who? I assume that Kira is, is Theo sitting between Theo and Tommy. Is Theo sitting between Kira and Tommy? Yeah. Probs. Like parents? <laughs> At the very least, they would be sitting next to Kira, and I think that Kira may notice like some sparks of uh, lightning falling from one of Theo's hands. I think Kira holds Ki- Theo's hand. I think Theo takes, like, I feel like she kind of like jerks like a little bit and like inhales, sits back in her chair. <sighs> if they didn't move him, he'd still be in there. We might want to check on him. If he's got the same dead life situation that Quinn had, I think there might be a connection to some of the other stuff that's been going on. I think, I don't know exactly what that connection is, but it's not unfamiliar territory for us. I tried banishing him and it didn't work. They're like, it. Tr- the soul tried to leave, mm-hmm. but then some giant gray hand pushed it back in. Gray hand. Is that is that a cross? So there's some gray hand that came out of this dude, and it was similar to what was going on with Quinn. 
And Cross says this thing about the gray hand. He says what you said about the gray hand. Okay. Do you know what the gray hand is? I suppose it's a it's a hand that's gray. Okay, cool. Okay, so what was the deal with with Quinn? She was she was an agent of the Order of the Black Rose, right? Yeah. Casey. If the dead life is or thing is similar to that, is it maybe connected to that whole like soul silo thing that Nathaniel Rosa's got going on? I think Casey's like, was the thing with Quinn and numbers, was that connected to there though? <sighs> maybe it's all connected. I mean, it's about dealing with souls and souls is sort of like, I mean, there is sort of like the intermediate place between, you know, the afterlife. It's sort of like a purgatory is where loose souls are wandering. Maybe somebody is fucking with these souls, using them to do their own bidding. Wild. What do you think about that, Mr. Clayton? Asks Cross. Can Theo read a bad situation on she Cross? She sure can. I <laughs> 12, 13. Okay. Ask your questions. Can you give me more detail about the like electric thingy that you mentioned that Mark saw? Can I give you more detail about it? Can you ask me a better question? Is the like lightning coming off of Cross connecting to anything like off of him? Like so, like from him to something else? His connections have the energy of like time. Like he's connected to timelines. Who are you? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears and ask a different question. Would Theo be able to get a sense if he truly is with ears? How like how close is yeah his allegiance? He he really is with ears. He's not lying to you. He may have his own agenda though, which frankly is not uncommon among higher ranking ears agents. Yeah, Ms. Davis. Can't will you answer what is his biggest weakness? I mean, what I will tell you is that. All of his power is cognitive and mental, but he's still just a man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that Mark kind of already looked at him, but does Theo see anything invisible of him around him? I mean, you see what Mark saw. Yeah, there's the tendrils coming off of his head into other into timelines. Um, I think my last question is going to be, uh, what is uh, the best way to get on his good side? Follow his lead. Okay, I'm done. Okay. So there's some zombie creature in this storage room, essentially. And there's also this lady who's maybe looking to blow up a train. Casey says, you said that she was with like the underground mafia, right? Yeah. I think you're going to hear Diego go, oh, shit. <laughs> Fobster. Ravioli. <laughs> Why did anybody tell me about this? I, I think I think Anna looks at Diego and is like, "You need to go out to some more restaurants, dude." <laughs> <laughs> what do we? What do we? Well, here's the question: What do we want to deal with first, and or do we want to maybe deal with these situations separately? Because there's the whole this bitch dagger. Dagny Willis situation. She sounds pretty fucking powerful. From what Donovan said, it sounds like she's maybe being maneuvered by people from there. 
No surprise. But then there's also this this neighbor of yours. Are they connected? It's not a neighbor. They live across town. I think they're connected. Um, so, like, this whole zombie thing, this guy, when he was alive, owed a debt to, like, the underground mafia. And he got brought back to life to pay that debt. But it sounds he's connected. not. <sighs> yeah. So, it sounds like... He, he owned a debt to the underground mafia. Any ideas what it was? Uh, no. Jacob said to stay out of it. Well, what do you think? I mean, I tried. Tried what? To help. Yeah. And then it didn't work. There's an argument happening at the cashier in this restaurant. Casey, uh, check that out. Okay. Yeah. Casey will check that out as Theo, like, I think continues to, like, talk. I tried to help, but it didn't really work, and Jacob had told me to just try to blend in and not get involved, but that was kind of all before you told me that you guys are involved. Well, it sounds like you wanted to get involved before we even were a factor, so that just sounds like you, Theo. Oh, you poor little thing. Don't get me wrong. That's a good thing i mean you disagree no it's it's good to help people it's just hard why is it hard it just is uh we should probably find the zombie first makes sense yeah no we can we can find the zombie will you tell him that preston lariat is going to find a new favorite bar casey roll a 10 and also clocks that the person who's having this fight with the cashier is like kind of decked out as like a witch hunter, but is visibly stumbling. Oh, how is the like uh, the manager, the employee handling it? Professionally, like they're what's happening here is that they are exercising their right to refuse service to someone who is visibly intoxicated. <laughs> Drunk and disorderly. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm sorry. It's a it's a state ordinance, sir. Do you know who I am? Preston Lariat. You know what I've done for this city, for the world. My family name is Beyond legendary. Put that on your tip line <laughs> where I draw my name. Does it seem like he's going to leave anytime soon or no? I mean, he's going to be escorted to the exit sometime soon. Uh, okay, Casey's going to get up. He's actually going to be escorted to the exit presently. Okay, then Casey doesn't get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very well. Let's let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> Some place you brought us to, Cross. <sighs> Does, Does Pure hear the name? I mean, I think everyone in the restaurant hears the name. Okay. Well, we should figure out where we want to look first. And then I think Kira hears the whole Lariat discussion. And she's like, that might not be a bad place to start. Honestly, that drunken dude do you know that guy well i know the name yes we do mark i think you might know too lariat they are a group of 
monster hunters. They have a quite a storied history. They're pretty reputable in their what they do. Tommy, do you know that guy? I mean, you're a monster hunter, right? I mean, the Larry name is Legend, but Preston. So first of all, I want, I want to point out that Preston is like maybe mid sixties. Okay. And Tommy, like, very clearly doesn't take him seriously. It's like if you could have a black sheep that was also your dad. <laughs> so Tommy doesn't take Preston seriously. I mean, nobody takes Preston seriously. Do you want to involve him or no? He seems kind of a drunk. I mean, not if the bar has anything to say about it, says Tommy. And there are quite a number of us. Well, I mean, is he the only member of the Lariat family, or does he have other connections? Honestly, unclear. He's certainly not the only member of the Lariat family, but as to how deep his connections would go, unclear. Mm-hmm. You know what Casey's going to say? How about as soon as everybody's finished eating, we head over to this deli that Theo had encountered this zombie? Worst case... We could kill the zombie from possessing Mark. Yeah, I agree. You and Jacob are planning to go on any trains anytime soon, are you? I mean, does Jacob have a car? No. I mean, Jacob uses the train like to go to and from work. It's kind it's of a very like, robust public transit system. It's oh, a yeah, major it mode of transportation around here. I think it might be worthwhile to mention to Jacob that somebody might have their sights on the Nessos family. Let him look at other viable options of public transport. He's going to ask why. Then tell him. And I'm sorry, Theo, but if he has a problem with us protecting you, then fuck him. Like, we're protecting you and we're protecting him. Okay. He should understand that. If he wants you to have a normal life, the only way we do that is by making sure that you guys are safe. Yeah, no, you're right. Should I try and tune in to the person that I dagger where she is? I'm desperate for you to roll this, Mark. What are the sorts of things that you can find out? Where is the creature right now? What is it planning to do right now? Who is it going to attack next? Who does it regard as the biggest threat? How can I attract its attention? I think knowing what it what, what it's planning to do next might be helpful. Mm-hmm. Where is it right now would be helpful. Yeah, I do think that Theo's going to stand up from the table and like go outside to call Jacob. Okay. I want to resolve the Mark thing. One. What? How did you roll a one? No, I said... <laughs> I said you hold one on a... Oh. <laughs> oh. On a nine. Hold one. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh. I got one of them fuck dice again. I thought you were saying you rolled the one, and I was like, how's it even possible? Don't you roll plus weird? (laughs) (laughs) So you rolled like a seven or something? I rolled a nine. So you get to ask one question because you rolled a not one. (laughs) Hey, Johnny, could I add, because Casey doesn't want Theo to go outside alone. I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, that talk might be done eating. Oh, talk is definitely a light eater. Okay, I think that Casey's going to make eye contact with them and just like gesture like to go keep an eye on her. Absolutely. Okay. I am going to ask, what is she planning to do right now? Don't say sip a cup of tea. (laughs) 
because I won't like it. Right, right now, what she's planning to do is report to Rex Crook. Fuck you, bitch. Mom needs to get a new new friend. They're just dating, right? Yeah. Hey, do you think we could take a stroll to Casey's Question Corner? I would love to. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Casey's Question Corner. So because we've been talking at the table about, you know, all these visions, all this information, this giant information dump, and I think Casey's been absorbing a lot of it, um, I am wondering, what does the monster, a.k.a. the dagger, want with Theo? Theo is bait. For? <laughs> well, that's the second question, isn't it? <laughs> God damn it. How about if I, like, ask really nicely? <laughs> well, that would be lovely. Could I ask a more reasonable question? The person who actually has the questions to ask? Absolutely. I mean, yes, but I was going to be asking a question as Theo. Uh, does Jacob pick up? Yeah, it'll uh, it'll ring a couple of times, but yeah, he'll pick up. Hey, what's um going on? I'm at work. Um, I'm just checking to make sure you're okay. Um, I'm sorry about earlier. Oh, God. I mean, me too. I'm, I am glad you're here. It's awkward balancing, you know, the business with the family business. Yeah, I'm sorry I kind of got involved, but... I understand. I get it. It's fine. I know instincts. It's just, I get it. I just thought things were going to be a little bit different. And like last night when you told me like not to be myself, it really hurt my feelings. And I just kind of thought like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have been here. Maybe it was like a whole mistake. And then like you made me breakfast in like the morning and then I just don't really know. And my friends are here. Oh. oh. Um, and before you say anything else, I have to ask you something, but I also have to like tell you a bunch of some things. They're here because Mark had this vision of, you and I dying in an explosion and that there's this person called the dagger after us. I just wanted to warn you. And I also wanted to ask you if you know about the dagger or have you been involved with them? Um, how about to go into a meeting? If it helps, he saw an explosion of us on a train. So maybe don't go on a train. Roll manipulate someone. So I rolled an eight. But I'm contemplating using a luck point. Oh shit! But forget that it's not the family shit. It's the it's the other shit. It's the other shit. Well, it's still a mixed success. So you guys, you guys love to spend your luck points on it. Will probably be fine, but I want it to be perfect. I'll leave it. Okay. I think he will be like. To have some conversations. I'll call you in five minutes. Okay. Jacob? Yeah? I just want to let you know that I love you. <laughs> I'm not going to die. I'm just going to bow out of a meeting. Okay. Hey, it's not going to be the same kind of stakes as you had in Minnesota. Okay? It just, it seemed like everything was going wrong. And I just feel like I made a mistake. I'm scared that I made a mistake. We'll figure it out. I'm sorry. You can call me back. It's fine. Okay. I'll call you right back. Okay. Just talk outside. Mm-hmm. Did Kira send you? I'm just I'm just here. Just here to make sure I don't die. 
I mean, there's it's a pretty good mission. <laughs> I have a pretty complicated family too, if it helps. Sure. At least yours is looking out for you all the time. I guess it's one way to put it. What what's the other way to put it? They have a it's like they have a leash on me at all times. Can't step out of line. Can't have a future. Jacob's fine, I think. I don't know. I've only kind of really honestly known him for three days. I have a pretty big family, too. And there's not many of them that even call me by the name I'm by my own name. It's it's hard to really know your family. Harder because they're your family. And sometimes you sometimes you have the idea of who they are that can get in the way of the actual person. Sometimes you can do the same thing back at them. Do you still stay in contact with them? I try. Eastern, Christmas. Can I ask you a a complicated question? (laughs) Every question is complicated, Theo. Do you still love them? Oof. Despite what they did to you? If love is a feeling, then yes. I have love for my family. If love is a choice, then no. I can't spend that energy on people who won't spend it on me. Thanks. I don't think Theo's going to say anything else. She's just going to wait for Jacob to call her back. Doc is also not going to say anything else. Jacob will call you back and be like, not unannoyed and like... My friends arrived today, and um, Mark had a vision of us on a L train, whatever that is, and there was an old woman with a scar over one eye, and it's cloudy. Yeah, and they came here to, they came here to protect me, and the zombie thing that Mrs. Mrs. Grushevsky's husband, zombie husband, Mark saw a vision of that attacking him. I think this old woman, the dagger, is after you and I. Old woman, white, white hair, you said? Yeah, scar over one eye that's cloudy. Hundreds of years old. Scar over one eye, cloudy. Kind of burly. Yeah. Muscly. Something about a archmage mafia. Does she, um, does she dress, like, really well? Do you know her or do you see her right now, Jacob? She's here. Executive producer Johnny Grubb. Oh, my God. <laughs> no! This has been The Monster's Playbook, featuring John Wander as Mark Layton, Lauren Johnson as Anna and Kira Ashwood, 
Maya Dutchen as Casey Davis and Theo Nessos. And Johnny Grubb as literally everybody else. Our theme song is by me, Johnny Grubb. The Monsters Playbook is produced and engineered by Maya Dutchen and edited by Maya Dutchen and Lauren Johnson. If you liked this episode, please tell a friend. We love friends. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Monsters Playbook and on Twitter at Monster Playbook and on Web 1.0 at MonstersPlaybook.com. And come hang out with us on Discord. We're fun. We'll see you next episode where, as always, I'll have some good news and some bad news. Thanks for listening. Is that picture of that girl, by the way, the one you were talking about? Yes, that's the one I was talking about. She's cute. I mean, she's okay. <laughs> Don't tell Theo. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? The Fire and Lightning fans are mad. No. <laughs> I don't even know that ship yet. Mark and Theo. It's Mark and Theo. That's what, that's what Lauren suggested. I don't know. I don't have anything better. It's either that or Mario. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Here we go. <laughs> you can't stop it. <laughs> it's yeah, Mario. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Johnny, no, it's not. Technically, it's not up to you. It's up to the fans. Yeah, well, it's up to me if executive producer Johnny Grubb is at the end of each episode, so you better drop it. Maya, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> no exquisite. No. Like, I even was like, well, with Theo and Mark, for whatever reason, I'm more interested in finding a way to, like, combine their names in a more traditional ship name way versus, like, you know, concepts or the things that are about them, like Destiel or Makora or... I pick up what you're putting down, but it's not whatever the fuck. It's Mario. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> You'll come around. <laughs> no, I won't. It's I'm cute. very stubborn. No. You'll come around. It's no. perfect. <laughs> I won't. It's perfect. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs>